Hey fam, welcome back to another episode of The Todd Talks, your weekly dose of whatever I want to talk about, delivered as is without any edits. So it's Monday here in Brooklyn. It is, I don't know, cloudy, I don't know, it's 70s, it's becoming fall. Who knows? Who cares? Anyway, today I want to talk about habits, more specifically optimizing habits, some of the things that I've done recently, some of the books I've listened to, uh, and why I've started really aggressively optimizing some of the habits that I thought were already good, but clearly weren't good enough, and I've already seen great benefit in optimizing them. So why do I care so much about habits right now? In the last episode, I talked a lot about productivity. I read, I mean, I listened to the book, The Productivity Project by Chris Bailey, and that really started like motivating me to think more about like, how can I be more productive and started to really undergo different changes. And that got reinforced by some of the other books I listened to in the past month. Uh, that would be Getting Things Done by David Allen, Meeting Suck by Cameron Harold, And then lastly, The Power of Habit by Chris, I'm sorry, by Charles Duhigg. And the last one really helped reinforce some of the concept I cared about in the Productivity Project. And I started thinking about, well, I don't necessarily need to stop habits or create new habits. I think I'm relatively good at doing those things. What I think I'm not as good at is optimizing current habits that I already think are optimized. Let me give you an example. Email, Gmail, right? Years ago, I took a Gmail productivity course and it talked to me, it told me about uh, labeling and this extension called multi inbox and how you can then organize um, and with labels and everything. So as you like, you have red label being things you have to do today, blue label things that have to be done by the end of the week. You have like purple being like you need to read by end of day or, or maybe dark purple by for uh, read by end of week. These different, you know, these different categorizations, maybe yellow not maybe yellow, this is what exactly did. Yellow for reference, a dark orange for more long-term reference. You get the picture. And then green for waiting, because I wasn't necessarily using the new inbox where I had like a snooze feature or whatever. Instead, I was leveraging manual labels, my own system of looking at that. And, you know, I was working for a while, but one of the problems I noticed after listening to these books is that, you know, I, I, I keep using this cube to check in my email. If I have a, a spare minute, I'm just going to open my inbox and look at my inbox. And by default, my default view had these, had four main labeled buckets or multiple inbox buckets. And some of them were just waiting. They were just waiting on someone else's responses, but I'd still read them. I'd take the time to read them, even though I already know that I'm waiting on them. The same thing with some of those reference emails. I could have checked those same reference emails an hour earlier, a day ago, didn't matter. My roots, I, ha I was like stuck in that routine because once that queue was triggered of checking email, I automatically just started going through all the email that I could be like, is there anything here that I could do right now? Uh, some of it I did identify as like, oh, I, sh I can do right now, but then I def still would keep deferring it even though it would take less than two minutes, but that's a different issue. But it's, it's just like, I felt relief by doing that. Like my reward there was relief. And I said a couple key terms there purposefully to help understand like at least Chris Duhigg's definition of a habit, which is three parts, cue, routine, reward. So there's some sort of cue, maybe boredom, or maybe time of day, uh, location, maybe how, 
maybe what I just did trigger like triggering that cue or what someone else did triggering that cue. So something something's triggering the cue. So in this case, um, boredom. So boredom is triggering a cue of then checking my email. So using the routine. So the routine is go to Gmail, open it up, look at all the emails that are in present view. So my default view, go through all of them, um, do things like whether I do them, relabel them, whatever. Maybe I do nothing. Maybe I just scan all of them and be like, okay, great. I did it. And my reward is some sort of this like, oh, I did something. Right? The reward is like, I accomplished something. Even though I may have just spent five minutes just rereading everything, my mind is like, oh, you did something. So clearly, that's a waste of time. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna change my habit of just being like, I'm not gonna track my email. That no, I'm going to keep checking my email. But how I do and how optimally I do it can had to be changed. So, you know, I started, uh, you know, I did a couple other productivity trainings. I started like understanding like other ways I could change it, and I realized. You know, I don't need to. I don't need to view by default my waiting email section. I don't need to default view my reference. Like I actually got rid of those, those inbox, multiple inboxes, and I just had them in folders. Now, obviously, I could be like, well, if I've in folders. Folders. When do I know to check them? And that's when I introduced calendar and have calendar reminders. So on the beginning of certain days, I will check that box or like check those particular folders. So, you know, I still have the feeling that I still don't, you know, I don't lose the feeling that I'm going to not look at them at the right time. Then once I go through them, depending on like, if it's a waiting email, Hey, I've noticed, Hey, it's been more than a week. Um, I can then follow up or if it's a reference email and it's been sitting my reference for too long, I can then move it to the next bucket because I had general reference or weekly reference, then I introduced a monthly reference, introduced a quarterly reference, and then a yearly reference. Then I can categorize where, where appropriately that particular reference email should be depending on how often I actually need to view it. And then I have these calendar um, cues leveraging time to then be sure that I will eventually go into the routine of checking it and then feeling good about Hey, I did check it, or I did was able to remind myself of whatever it may be. So that's just one, you know, optimizing Gmail because I knew that habit was going to keep happening, and it's been very productive on whether it be my personal email, my work email, personship email. Did I actually implement that system across all three platforms? Very useful. Again, using calendar as well as a lot of ways to remind myself to check certain folders on certain parts of the week. Another thing I started introducing was uh, the use of Keep, Google Keep. So I've tried it in the past, didn't really like it, didn't really know how to use it very well, didn't really spend the time to optimize or better understand how it can be used as a strong productivity tool. Because um, one thing I was noticing, I was using Calendar too much. So similar to how I was using email for everything, I started using Calendar for everything. So Calendar is really good for events. Uh, can be good for certain reminders. So I use Calendar now for reminders regarding my inbox, but I was also using it for reminders for things that were not specific to my computer. For example, I have reminders about um, doing laundry, or I remind like you know I like to do I specifically like doing laundry right after I do my workout on Saturdays. So I knew that that habit was already ingrained on me, 
but sometimes I would miss the cue because I know when I see calendar notifications, I sometimes ignore them because it's like, oh, what could this be? I have to then open it up because it may not fit in the little notification window. Um, and at least the way the notification, I guess, uh, expanding or like when you, you know, at least on Android, uh, the latest version of Android, if you like, you can kind of open it up so you can kind of see like a preview of what that notification is. Didn't really account for, at least for calendar, didn't give that much. So I started moving all those notifications over to Keep because Keep can do similar things. You can have reminders based off of time. The other thing that's cool is you can do reminders based off of location because um, this has also been happening where I was leveraging calendar to remind myself, especially if it's like one-off reminders, but like, oh, when I get home tonight, uh, be sure to, I don't know, uh, fluff the pillows it doesn't really matter the only reason i said that is i'm looking at pillows like fluff the pillows or um tonight i i don't know replace replace something it doesn't really matter uh, or you know a better example grocery store i have to go to the grocery store today but i want to be reminded of what my grocery list is so i can leverage a simple uh, I can, you know, I put in keep the grocery list I care about, and then I can set the the reminder to be the location of the grocery store I'm going to. So when I step into that store, boom, pops up, notifies me of what I need to do while I'm at that place. So that was a good optimization switch. Again, leveraging calendar for events and leveraging calendar for um, routines I need to do within my email, and then for all other reminders, whether it be at home or at a different location, leverage and keep either their time location or their, I guess, location reminder features. So that was a strong change for me. But again, optimize that habit because I'm not, I'm going to keep doing those things, but I wanted to, the, the, the reward is now it's like, hey, not only did I did, did, did this, but I did this faster and I'm actually happier because I did this faster because I don't know. That's one of the things I care about. And I've talked about optimization, productivity in the past. So just like, how can I keep leveraging those concepts and apply them to things I know I'm going to keep doing, whether it be on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, another thing on the keep side, as I know I talked about last episode, how I was leveraging a whiteboard for um, daily gratitude, daily tasks, and weekly tasks. Well, I actually ported at least the daily tasks and weekly tasks over to uh, calendar, so I'm sorry. Well, calendar and keep. So I'm using leveraging calendar to then open up keep to you know check them, write them, and have everything done there. But the calendar reminder is because um, it's this. I'm using the same email that I'm using for my daily like checking of different folders, depending on the day or weekly folders if it's a weekly thing. So I already. You know, already, already was already built in. That habit was already built in. That routine was already built in. So it just added an additional layer of um, leveraging keep to help, I guess, better organize again the different tasks I need to do. Because some of those daily tasks may not be an inbox. It could be, you know, create grocery list or you know something that's more um, not necessarily specific to something I need to do in my email or at my computer. Hmm. Let's see. Uh, Damn, I talked a lot about calendar and keep. So I guess <laughs> other habits. Um, I guess the other big thing about the ha this this habit loop is really just. I think you know identifying these routines 
for me, right? Like, like I really took my time being like, okay, what do I actually do when this cue is triggered? Really looking at like the step-by-step process. Example, another example is on the cleaning side. So I do a lot of my uh, weekly cleaning habituals, like habits on Sundays. Uh, you know, Saturdays more for like my, my weekly clothes. Um, you know, whatever's in my inbox or not in my inbox, in my uh, laundry basket. Uh, I know I just said Saturday, Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. So let me clarify. So on Saturday, you know, I work out in the morning. It's already built in. Um, I come home, uh, you know, drink a Powerade, Gatorade, whatever. And then I, before I even take my shower, I actually just, whatever is in my laundry basket, I empty and put it into the washing machine. And that works out well for me because by the time the washer's done and the dryer's done, and I can quickly put it away before I have to leave my house in order to get my DJ class uh, by 1 p.m. on that Saturday. So that was working really well, but there's other cleaning things I need to get done on Sundays. So everything else, so whether it be um, changing my sheets, because I like changing my sheets on a weekly basis, uh, changing my towel on a weekly basis, I like sweeping the floor, you know, cleaning, like, like freshening up the bathroom, cleaning a little bit, cleaning the bathtub. You get the picture. And, you know, I already had that habit, like that cycle was already built in, but it wasn't as optimal. And sometimes I would be a little frustrated doing the routine or I would be delayed in doing the routine. Or sometimes I would just skip it altogether because I was like, oh, I wasn't in the right mind space. You know, even though the location and time was right, the emotion somehow overrode the other, like, you know, it was just like, I don't care. And just stopped the whole, um, stopped the routine before it began. So I started really, you know, looking at the routine, step like running out step by step. I'm not going to go into it too much, but the main point is I started like changing and optimizing, experimenting with it. So, you know, maybe, you know, for example, I'll give one quick example. One was with um, sweeping the floor. So before I'd actually just used a, um, I have like one of those cordless vacuums and it has two modes, one for hardwood or hard floor, one for rugs. So I just go around vacuuming. And it wasn't very efficient. I felt bad because it was like a loud noise for a while. Uh, so, and again, the efficiency was bothering me. So now what I do is I just sweep. So there's a rug in the living room. I just sweep everything onto the rug. It takes like maybe like five minutes, six minutes max. Sweep all the things from the hardwood, or the hardwood floor to the rug. And then just use the vacuum just on the rug. Had the one setting and it's way easier. I've actually got cut down the time in half. Uh, a lot less noise pollution, which is great too, because uh, the noise also bothers me. Because while I'm doing this, I'm listening to a book, and I'm able to do that because you know this habit is so habitualized, it's so autonomous. That I'm already, it's like I'm already like I already know what to do, so I can I can in those instances multitask, and it's not going to be so bad because in terms of like you know being able to do things at once, because I'm so habitualized. Cleaning for me is so habitual. Uh, it's just more about just optimizing that time appropriately i guess the one the one habit i've yet to really optimize well enough is this podcast so i've been trying to you know first i said it was a morning podcast which meant like if, and i was doing it a couple times a week then i said okay you know what that's not really working out for me maybe the weekly podcast so i was doing that for a minute but then the last two episodes had a break of three weeks or so so Definitely still more work to be done, um, but I'm hopeful and optimistic because I've been spending so much time 
looking at my habits these last few weeks, building up these examples, changing them, optimizing them appropriately so that I can continue focusing um, my energy and time on these other habits, like this, this more newer habit, and trying to be ready to say, like, how do I um, deliver on that promise? Whether it be, I mean, again, the promise is mainly for myself, but hopefully you all are getting value as well. Um, so I'm going to leave it at that. Hope you all have a great day, great week. Uh, feel free to reach out if you have any questions. If you're curious about other books I'm up like in the middle of listening or about to listen to, I'm still continuing this like kick of listening to other books. So some of the authors I mentioned have not necessarily sequels, but have other books. I'm actually uh, listening to Charles Duhigg's second book that I think he really released sometime in the last year or two uh, called Smarter, Better, Faster. I know that uh, Chris Bailey, the author of the Productivity Project, also released a new book recently, so I'm going to definitely try to give that a listen. Um, so if you're curious about that, feel free to reach out. Again, that's at the Todd Talks across basically all platforms, whether it be Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, whatever. Also Venmo, if you want to throw a few dollars my way. Totally kidding on that, but just wanted to throw that little joke in there. Um, but yeah, so... Hopefully, you'll continue hearing from me. Hopefully, it'll be different things, more valuable, even more valuable things. And I'll, uh, you'll hear me then. All right. Take care.